When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. All right, moving on in this edition, the bye week of Six Rings and Football Things. Gentlemen, we have been assigned the task. Uh, let's pretend we are in the building right now, as Bill Belichick told us. He and the coaches are going to try to fix, or at least that they have a lot of work to do. They're trying to diagnose the issues and problems of which we think there are host and plenty, especially on the offensive side of the ball. So today we're going to play bye week fix. Each one of us gets to suggest a fix that should be focused on for the New England Patriots during the bye week to improve an aspect of this 2022 team. I put that out to the listenership and the Twitter peoples and got some suggestions. But before that, I would like to throw it around the room. Andy Hart, you're up. Uh, fix the offensive line. <laughs> and I don't know what – I'm not paid enough money. Bill Belichick makes reportedly north of $20 million a year. You make the big bucks. You make the tough decisions. Uh, figure out the offensive line. And I do think it's about personnel, execution, fit. You know, get David Andrews healthy. Okay, that's great. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a first step. Get James Ferentz off the field. But I do think there are some questions now as to probably not necessarily who your best five are, but maybe there is a question there with Yadni Kajust in the mix. But uh, where they are, are you going back to – your normal lineup of Trent Brown, Cole Strange, David Andrews, Mike Onwenu, Isaiah Wynn? Do you want to flip-flop Wynn to right guard, bump Onwenu out to right tackle? Is Kajust in the mix and Wynn is a backup? Is Cole Strange benchings the last two weeks? Is that like this break is a breakup? He's now a backup. He's no longer a starting guard. I don't know necessarily the answers, um, but if they don't get better on the offensive line, because lost in the MAC talk is – Last game, there were too many tackles for a loss in the running game. And if you're going to continue to do that, an offense that's already scuffling cannot afford to be second and 12, second and 13. Hell, they got the ball on the two-yard line and lost yards on the first play. Like a gift of a short field. You can't get closer. Immediately lost yards. So Wait, hold on. We got we to go to, and, and to, the, to the terms of blocking. It's not always just on run plays or pass plays. Sometimes it's after the pass is completed, like your favorite stat from last Sunday, Andy. Jonu Smith finished with three catches for 21 yards, but after his first catch, he had 24 receiving yards, which means on his final two receiving Wait, yards. really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he went... It is the most Johnu Smith stat line in history. His he lost three yards yep. on his final two receptions of the game. Yeah, it's it's they and Johnu Smith was involved in another play. You remember that? I believe it was a draw to Ramondre Stevenson, but 
um, no one blocked the middle linebacker. And then John was like chasing him down from behind. And you're like, what the hell kind of a play call? It was like an ISO, but an ISO includes a blocker, ISO block. Um, there was no ISO blocker. It's just an ISO between the running back and the unblocked linebacker. And generally in the NFL, that's not going to work out great. You're putting the running back. So that needs to be figured out because before we can start talking about Mac, the play calling, the receivers not getting open, whatever else we want to talk about with the many problems this offense has, they all go back to the offensive line. If you don't figure that out, you're toast. There seems to be a popular call online as well, Andy, for the Trent Brown, Cole Strange, David Andrews, Isaiah Wynn, Mike on when you flip-flopping those two guys lineup. I'm not sure exactly how many problems that would necessarily solve. Um, you know, we all know Isaiah Wynn's having a terrible year. Cole Strange benched the last two games. David Andrews should be back. Said that he was feeling better last week, but obviously they kept him out so they could give him a longer period to recover from that wicked cheap shot from Mike Pennell, that no good son of a bitch. Uh, so we'll see if the offensive line can right itself uh, with health, uh, some coaching, and maybe a little flip flop ruski Shima, what do you got? Uh, yeah, I, I was relatively uh, fair in the first segment. Uh, I believe unfair they need warning. To, unfair warning. More <laughs> or less, they need to Hot fix take the, alert. Hot take they alert. Need, they need to fix the quarterbacking. It's straight up. Like I don't. I don't give a rat's behind if it's Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi. You just need to figure it out. Like, you need to figure out the quarterback in one way or another. There are teams across the league who have figured it out with bad offensive lines, at least a little bit, to make them manageable, to make them be able to do something. You saw Joe Burrow get to a Super Bowl getting sacked 50 times last year. Justin mm -hmm. Fields has turned into a superstar with one of the worst offensive lines in football. Like, this Ooh. is – you're you, um. like – it, it, you need to figure out the quarterback one way or another. I don't care if it's Mac Jones. I don't care if it's Bailey Zappi because personally, I don't think either guy's the guy. They're not going to be your long-term solution. So for this year, you need to figure it out. Pick one, ride with them, and then figure out your philosophy going forward and play to their strengths. Stop doing all this other stuff and just play to their strengths because that's the only way you're going to actually get any offense going and actually win any football games. Shime, if I ask you, Fitz, oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, you mentioned two opportunities to, to have a successful offense without a good offensive line, but I would say one of them had elite talent at receiver. Fair. One of them had uh, yeah. at least elite talent below his waist in his own feet. Also fair. Um, mm -hmm. You drafted a pocket passer and you don't have a pocket. <laughs> That's a problem. Like I, like I don't, I and so I don't disagree. But there are, are ways to scheme up um, around that, right? Quicker pass yes. plays. Uh, uh, like that's going to dovetail nicely into that's, that's going to dovetail nicely into mine. That's going to play nicely into mine. Shime, keep going, please. But yeah, so I, I I understand the offensive line is bad. You didn't make any trades at the trade deadline. You can't really change that now, unfortunately, either until the end of the season, and so. You need to figure out which quarterback is the best for your team and play to their strengths and start speeding things up. That way, the collapsing pocket that you, the pocket that you don't have, you don't have to worry about because the ball's out. That's kind of the play. Uh, Shime, I just wanted to ask you, where do you think the New England Patriots rank overall offensively in the NFL right now? Out of 32. Out of 32, I would say 26. <laughs> wow. Very close, 24th. Overall, they are 24th in the NFL in offense, which is unacceptable. Um, and here are the two things that need to be uh, 
I have a, I'll, I'll be honest. I just have a shitload of things. I think they need to work on during the bye week uh, offensively, especially they are tied for dead last with another team. That would be the Indianapolis Colts, the Colts and the Patriots Sunday. Little did we realize we were watching a turnover off. That's right. The Colts and the Patriots have given away the ball the most. And that's why both offenses were putrid and impossible to watch. It was a turtle orgy out there on Sunday. Patriots having 26 points was so insanely deceptive. One touchdown came off of a punt. The other one came off of a pick six. We basically watched 12 to three. So that was Nick. That was Nick Folk to Chase McLaughlin. Nick Folk was four times better. Like, that's how bad that was. If there's one thing you don't need to change about this team, it's Nick F and Folk. Oh, continue. no. I'm, my God. God Nailed. bless that man. Big the kick, best. Nick. 14. Like that Zach Cox tweet from Sunday was like so freaking jarring. That what was it? The, um, uh, he has oh, 29 over, over the last two weeks. Uh, points scored by Nick Folk, 29. Points scored by Mac Jones, 12. What the heck? What are we doing? What the F uh, are we doing? Uh, also, the Patriots right now. Lighthouse? Can we address that fact? What's that? Do you live next to like a lighthouse with a spinning light? You go light, dark, light. Oh, dark. no. It, the sun is setting next to uh, next to us. And then it just went down behind. I mean, because, you know, Andy, I'm not sure if you know this. Uh, it gets dark at quarter after three in the afternoon now. And it just went behind this house. And I went to dark. So I had to turn on my influencer oh, light. Because it to went make like this. dark and then light and then dark again. And I was like, I know the sun is setting, but did it come back up for a minute? It didn't really want it to set. Actually, if it went dark, then light, then dark again, it's kind of like talking to you on a podcast or the postgame show. So, or like go. talking to, to Shime about the quarterback. Position, I don't <laughs> no, know that's just knows. that's just straight dark the whole time. How many times did he say whether it's Mac or Zappy? Who mm. still thinks it's Zappy other than Shime? I'm just saying it could be. Yeah, not saying uh, it has to be. And I could also, be the winner in the billionaire uh, Powerball drawing. At and least when and, Bailey Zappy was in the was was in the game, he didn't look like he uh, was staring at people with seven heads. No, well, he, he was, was actually just, just hitting people there. in the back of the head. That's all because he's yep. five, he's four foot seven. Uh, someone did win the Powerball. <laughs> no, they live in LA, which is too bad. Uh, also, uh, the Patriots red zone efficiency. Uh, it's terrible. It's 29th. They need to get horrendous that as well. Uh, my major one, though, uh, dovetailing, like I said, off you, Shime. They need to fix everything you boys mentioned and the stuff that I just quickly brought to light. But they have to fix the play calling, Shime. You're right. Like the play calling for now. They need to call plays Mac Jones is comfortable running. They need to call plays that deal with the fact that their offensive line hasn't been healthy, pockets are collapsing, and they're going up against good defensive fronts. They need to call plays where Mac Jones isn't staring into that proverbial abyss. Stare and a question I would like to ask. Lost. And they need to go tempo more often because, again, I said it earlier, I'll say it again. Mm -hmm. He always mm -hmm. looks more comfortable when he steps back, three steps, quick read, fake, a little RPO, a little fake. Boom, boom, dink, dunk. I don't care if it takes 14 plays to matriculate your way down the field and get a shot at six points. Do it. Do what's in the best interest of your football team, and that's scoring the effing ball. And a question mm -hmm. I would ask that that's to your point, hasn't Belichick always said that, like, we game plan for our opponents? Oh, like, yeah. what? Like, Matt Patricia is not Kyle Shanahan. So when it comes to his offense, his offense should be tailored around your player strengths and how to beat your opponent, not – some game plan that Matt Patricia has schemed up before the season that he thinks is some genius way to uh, matriculate the ball down the field. Yes. Um, I'm still not sure they're totally uh, in on what their strengths are or honest and aware Fair. of what their strengths are. Um, so that's, that's one thing. Good and point. then I would push back a little bit on, I think they need to mix tempo in every game. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can go to it too often because Agreed. 
that will break the one good thing you have on this team, and that's your defense, because when you go three and out in 38 seconds or something ridiculously asinine, your defense will get killed and worn down, and then we'll be wondering, hey, how come Judon sucked over the second half? Of the oh, well, because you had him back out on the field without any rest all the time. Like, that. pick your spots. I do think you need to pick your spots mm -hmm. with the tempo, but if you go too, too far that direction, I think it could hurt you. And I yeah, think not full I, tempo. Yeah, mix it in, Andy. Yes. I, I also think that there's like there's a difference too between tempo of the offensive drive and speed of the play, right? So you can take your time getting set at the line, you know, setting your protections, whatever, but they need to kind of go to similar to what Miami did with Tua at first, which were those quick passes, like right at the line of scrimmage, those quick slants, the Read option. It's put it in the running back's belly. Are you going to give it to Ramondre or is the receiver going to be open on the slant and either pull it and throw it or give it to the back? Like quick things like that, that it's there's two options. Mac Jones can process it quickly because that's what I'm told he's very good at. So he makes that processing choice. He makes the decision and you go and it's you, you need to stop taking out. You need to stop relying on these like shotgun drop back. Let me work through four progressions. A, you don't have time in the pocket. B, it's not what Mac Jones is good at. C, you don't have the receivers to pull it off. See, I also Couldn't think agree. that's a question agree with, more. with everything is the receivers. Like, I, I've said for a while now, like, confidence, trust issues that are pointing in a lot of directions with this offense for Mac, the coaches, the offensive line, like, all of that. And I also think some of it is Jacoby Myers is his best receiver, his most consistent best receiver. Mm -hmm. He doesn't necessarily, he is certainly not in the Edelman mold of, I know for a fact in 1.9 seconds, he'll be open on the yeah. quick slant. Like, so I even think there's some of that. Like, if you want to go quick with Mac, who is the guy you trust to get open that quickly? Or is it purely a matchup thing, a defense thing? And then again, that's putting a lot of pressure on a guy that we admit right now might not be ready for that pressure. Like, at his best, do I think Mac is a, pocket passer make good reads good decisions yes but we have already decided he's not at his best right now mentally confidence wise right so it sounds good and i love it and if you actually add it it's it's one of the reasons i think fitzy and i brought up the idea and andy gresh is very much on board of marcus jones getting a look yes because i think you could use a little quick offensive weapon that might actually benefit mac in this you know, jitterbug or like guy that can get open quick. Now he, it could go horribly wrong because he's not really a receiver all the time. So I'm not saying it's the be all end all, but, but he was awful good at it in college whenever they gave him a chance at the university right. of Houston. And you know, the whole, the old cliche is like, ah, oh, that guy's so quick and get open in a phone booth. Like he could, he, he looks like he has that burst twitch and lateral movement to get open in one of those fancy uh, hotel glass elevators. Like he's got the moves like, and what, what do you have to lose? Yes. I understand right now he's currently leading the NFL and punt return average at 24.9, which is damn impressive considering he's only played a couple games, but he's got it real quick. Just to read a couple from uh, the tweet machine that people shared uh, the O line, hopefully Andrews returns, but the O line needs to get much more solid and consistent ball security is job security, less drops, fewer turnovers, you can't win the game if you don't win the turnover battle. Please officially announce Brian Hoyer as the assistant offensive coordinator. Um, <laughs> uh, I always feel from uh, Pierce Ryan 78. I always feel foolish saying this stuff, but more shotgun with Janu in the backfield. I feel like from the formation, you can create mismatches against aggressive defenses because we ain't doing it now. 
someone at Olive Garden 6969, which just beat me to that handle. I would I like, like to see them fix Joe. <laughs> I'd like to see them fix Joe. Um, and also some calls for more play action. And please go with the Brown Strange Andrews win on when you offensive line formation. Those are just some of the suggestions that came in from you, the listeners to the Six Rings podcast. Thank you, guys. You can also always make suggestions for the mailbag edition we do every Wednesday that's released on Thursdays at Six Rings Pod at Fitzy GFY.